0: Are endless, And there's so much to explore on Lake Erie. Knowledgeable and friendly fishing guides are eager to serve you. Whether you want to hire a charter, secure a seat on a headboat, fish from the shore, ice fish, or do a DIY trip on your own boat. All these options are at your disposal with a bit of planning and preparation. Find everything you need at PowderHook.com. That's PowderHook.com. We know what's biting and can help you enjoy a wonderful fishing experience on Lake Erie.
1: Join the YMCA in March with a zero enrollment fee and enjoy motivating group exercise classes, heated pools, pickleball, and so much more. Visit on March 25th for their open
2: house and experience all the Y has to offer. This all-day event is free and open to the community, so be sure to bring your friends and family. Don't miss the open house on March 25th.
1: Go to ymcadc.org to learn more and find your nearest Y in D.C., Maryland, or Virginia today. That's ymcadc.org.
2: River Rats, you are listening to the River Certified Podcast with Spencer Bauer and Ryan Tassler and an array of guests where we cover the fun, interesting, and sometimes rugged parts of spending life on or near the water. Have you done your homework? Are you ready for this on the spot podcast? Oh, yeah, always ready. What's, what's I on the agenda? And I got beer in
1: hand. I got beer in hand. What's the so- agenda? uh talk about your trip today
2: uh i smell like shit because i floated for normal (laughs) even shittier than normal because i floated for six hours and it was a real hundred degrees it was was balmy did it hit a real hundred today it sure felt like it (laughs) i don't know i i honestly didn't think it was too bad with the breeze yeah and by breeze i mean the 30 to 40 mile an hour gusts (laughs) The creek I was on was like 40 feet wide, and it was white capping. That's impressive. I was pretty impressed by it. I can't, can't complain. Well, you'd be going, it'd be windy, so you'd be going one direction, and you'd and be, be going be- like 50 miles an hour, <laughs> and then you'd turn the corner,
1: and you're, you're going backwards. <laughs> that sucks when you got to paddle downstream. TC, introduce yourself, man. Uh,
3: TC Karstens? Um.
2: Why are you here?
3: uh <laughs> going down I believe. going on a trip to guyana in november with you and i drive a truck and spencer invited me over to hang out with him and ryan and
2: it's a good time ryan you'll have to beep out that
1: yeah oh yeah we we live in top secret locations yes yeah ah. <laughs> i don't I, I don't i don't need all these women who chase me around <laughs> figuring out where i live at because he's not very fast no if he gets chased too hard he just stops <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Ella. I'm usually the <laughs> chaser, when it, because I just chase flatheads all the time. <laughs> she, I'm not very good at not it. Not good at being the chasey? No. It makes you all bashful and whatnot?
2: Something like that. <laughs> all right, we have an email from a listener. You got it, and it was forwarded <laughs> to me by him. Old Logan Rexcoat.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: He's a good dude.
1: Yeah. I, uh, he's a trapper.
2: Me- yeah. I mean, he's a r- real outdoorsman. Yeah. Somebody that you'd look at and you'd be like, I respect that guy. He's Absolutely. a real outdoorsman. He, he puts in the work. He traps. He catfishes. He he got third in the local tournament last I weekend. I saw that by
1: himself. He booked a trip
2: with me, and I'm like, I should be booking a trip with you, man. <laughs> but he, he emailed in and had some really good uh, You Might Be River certified ones. Awesome. And it, it The first one, if you run into more people that you know on the riverbank than you do at the grocery store. <laughs> you might be river certified uh if you can read the rev- river <laughs> better than you can read a book as i stutter through <laughs> it, you might be river certified this one i can relate on if you find shad scales in places where the sun don't shine <laughs> you might be river certified uh if you spend your vacation on a river and not on the beach you might be river certified I get yelled at every year for that. Yeah?
1: Because every time I take off work, that's where I'm at.
2: Um, we'll skip the next one. Oh, this, this last one really hits home. If you're more concerned about rainfall than your local farmers are, <laughs> you might be river certified. <laughs> and real talk, if anybody who you're at home, you're like, God, I hate how our rivers fluctuate in water level so bad. Just Stop. <laughs> okay it's not that bad just move here and i'm sure there's places that are worse than here but we it's not uncommon for our rivers to shoot up five to ten feet in a day yeah and then drop half that the
1: next day yeah there's no constant it's up or down it's going
2: up or it's going down there is no yeah no consistency whatsoever so which is fine
1: until. no it's not until it's not ryan until you sleep on your boat like we always talk about you you anchor up in two foot of water, and then you hope that you can move in the morning. See, anyway. I never think about that. <laughs> well, there was one this spring where
2: I anchored up at this creek mouth in four foot of water, and I woke up, and I was in two feet of water, and I just was thinking, thank God I wasn't 10 feet closer to the bank.
1: Yeah, but absolutely.
2: There's there's other places like that, though, places like hydro, that have hydro dams. Right. yeah. I mean, they don't have eight-foot fluctuations, but, oh, maybe they do. I don't know. I'm just trying to say, what was me, I guess.
1: (laughs) And luckily, it hasn't bit you in the butt yet. Right.
2: Moral of the story is, thank you, Logan, for sending those in. Yes,
1: thank you, Logan. Appreciate talking to
2: you. So, Ryan, you got big news. You got a big purchase. Tell us about it. Yeah, I, I got some. Tell us what you're most excited and least excited about.
1: I got some irons in the fire. I got some things going that we'll disco- disclose probably later on once they're official and more concrete. But I went and picked me up a boat. It's a badass rig. It's. I'm, I'm, I'm
2: serious. I'm like. Kinda, I'm
1: not like patting you
2: on the back and be like, "Good job, man." If I was looking for a boat and I wasn't guiding, like, and doing like the big water stuff, like trying yeah. to have a boat that I could take all over the place. Your boat is what I'd be looking for, hundred percent.
1: It, it's it's kind of like the girl that you know in high school, and she's kind of nerdy, but you just know she's gonna be gorgeous when she grows up. That that's what I bought. <laughs> I don't that, no <laughs> no. It's it's already gorgeous. So let me paint you a picture. It is. It's an. They call it, it's an 1885, pol- 1885 SE. polar craft, polar craft
2: and yes. why they measure the beam instead of the bottom just to be cool.
1: Like, yes, I got to be
2: different. So I'm yes. going to be the cool kid, but either way, it's like a really good size boat, like appropriate size boat. It's got what a 65 horse jet on the back. Yes. Honda jet. Yeah. And a Honda. Yeah. I mean, they say those things run like tops you are gonna see and i'm kind of, <laughs> and i'm kind of a durability guy that's why i drive a toyota yeah you know like yeah i like chevy um fords are okay i've had a few of them um but i really like the toyotas but because the, the biggest thing to me is when i turn the key it starts when i give it gas it goes forward <laughs> so as long as my truck does those things all the other happy. stuff is just happy. just whatever yeah. you know and and uh i hear that with the hondas they're like yeah. that, so and that uh and if the dealer would have the dealer that I went through and I could have went to a different dealer, but it, there's a lot of different reasons I went with a Mercury, um, and Mercury's are good motors, but there are motors that I do like better than Mercury's. Yeah, one of them being a Honda.
1: Well, that's good. I'll swap you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh the the happiest thing about the boat purchase was. Getting all the way home with no issues. Oh, (laughs) no tires. Yeah, no tires. No issues with because last time I I pulled my Lund couple. It was probably about a three hour trip, and it I had overheating issues and Mm -hmm. crap. So, I noticed on my trailer, I checked
2: all the bearings yesterday morning when I got home, Mm -hmm. and they're not like bad, but the three. The one that th- was throwing grease, and I uh, cleaned it and re-greased regreased and everything. It mm-hmm. was it was cool, and then the other three were just, just starting a, to get a little warm. just a little warmer. So I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna have to tear it. It's that time. Out. Yep. Yeah, yeah.
1: If, if not, you're gonna regret it later. Yeah. So. so
2: it's on the agenda. I got to edit tomorrow, Thursday night. I'm fishing, so maybe I'll probably do a th- I'll probably do a Thursday clean them out.
1: Hell yeah. Yeah, Thursday I got a podcast done. I don't have one for Friday yet. So. Yeah, get your shit together. I've, yeah, <laughs> it'll probably be a get done at twelve thirty at night type deal, like it was a couple weeks ago. T- it Tc will get done.
2: You've been
3: fishing it all, man? A little bit when I can. You've been catching it all? Uh, Last time I went out was a couple weeks ago, and I caught about a 25-pound flathead.
1: Yeah. You sent me a picture of it. It looked about 12 pounds because you're a great big son of a (laughs) bitch. It's a weird angle, too. (laughs) (laughs) That's why Spencer likes fishing with me. I make fish look huge. (laughs) (laughs) Not as much as some other people.
2: Yeah. Because you're stout. You know, If you were a little skinny dude, it'd be way better. You know? But you're
1: stocky. Stocky. (laughs) Thanks for calling me chubby.
2: Yeah. Well... (laughs) What, what what were the, the jeans? Husky size. Husky. size. <laughs> <He's laughs> did, I didn't say husky. I said stocky. And the, you, some people would describe bodybuilders as stocky. Just just throwing that out just there. Just throwing it yeah. out there. So you can Looking for the it. rainbow. You can interpret it however <laughs> you want. But I, I stand firm. That's right. You say what you mean. So you went fishing. You yep. got a 25. Yeah.
3: I had a couple other bites. Uh, I had one that felt considerably bigger broke 80 pound off so
2: well quit screwing mm. around with uh, him get him in the boat <laughs> yeah. this is from the bank this <laughs> is the guy who lost a monster last weekend yeah at least you like were giving him the business and he broke you off like i, I pulled the hook on mine oh was it a circle hook nope jay really but it was with those the prototypes yeah they got some work to be done on them yeah <laughs> yeah we'll get there
1: was it the uh swirly or the solid? You're talking in like this code language yes. right now. Well, uh, he's got he's kind of got two prototypes going and on. one's got a swirly. I'm working on some fishing rods trying to make them sweet.
2: Right now they're not sweet. There's two variations. I like
1: the swirly ones. The other one I don't like the way it loaded up.
2: So the swirly versus the straight is in to describe the handle which describes the action of the blank which I'm with you. I like the yeah. swirly ones more, but I don't like either of them very much at all. So back to the drawing board. <laughs> I've been chop. I've been chopping blanks this week. Really, like chopping blanks, getting different, looking for different actions that I think are going to play out. But there's just that fine balance between <laughs> between having enough backbone to move a fish, and then having enough like a stout enough top third of the rod to cast a big bait but soft enough to let that hook point start to penetrate before you set the hook. And these are just a little too stout in the top third where I'm popping hooks out of fish's mouth. And the one that I did hook, it, it wasn't hooked. Like the hook had slid far enough out of its mouth. Once it started to penetrate that he must have been lightly hooked. And when he shook his head, he just ripped it right up.
1: Yeah. Well, that one when we were in Wisconsin, it loaded up and it should have been hooked right right, and it wasn't right just more data and that was on this that was on the straight rod
2: yep and that was also on mono which has more give than braid yes so that should have factored in but i don't know back to the mad scientist lab to try and concoct the greatest catfishing rod the world has ever seen which is awesome
1: you know every little bit helps but i mean if it would have
2: happened the first go around then would it really be the greatest rod like, if there weren't some trials and tribulations uh, well, or now I'm way. We're going to get lucky. Yeah. Not me. You really <laughs> met me, yeah. Like, you, you'll get to know me a little bit, and you'll be like, wow, that guy's the worst luck in the world. Good thing he don't quit at anything. Yeah. <laughs> Forehead first wins a lot. Amen to that. If it was easy, it wouldn't be as entertaining.
1: It wouldn't. I, I, but I, I don't mind the, those, at least the action that I've, I've put on him. I, I think they
2: on. would be wonderful rods if you were a guy who anchor fished on heavy current rivers. Blue Catten? Blue Catten, yep, yeah. Like that six-mile-an-hour current on the outside bends on the Missi- or Missouri, well, and Mississippi River, throwing 16 to 24 ounces of lead, it would take that no problem. Yeah. Think about taking them to the Amazon. <laughs> we'll see. I think you're
1: you're first line they're even did, stouter they did what oh they are <laughs> yeah really yeah i didn't think so but I, I i was only on that one trip with them right so i haven't used well you got
2: sense. two at home three 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 yeah. three at home I you got what, what two you, swirlies and a straight what i've been doing is hanging weights off them yeah like I hang a, a pound, two pounds, three pounds, five pounds, and ten pounds off of them just to see compare and compare the actions of them. Yeah. And then those rods that I'm chopping up, I've been doing the same thing just to see how it compares. And I've learned a lot.
1: Are you getting closer?
2: <laughs> I'm not getting further away. <laughs> All right, back to TC. yes you're quiet and awkward and shit, so you need to just loosen. He up.
1: didn't plan on this. He, he just, just wanted to come. <laughs> That's hang true.
2: Out. That's true. We just threw him
1: into the fire. And we were going to put a trolling motor on my new boat, and yeah. my new boat is not ready for a trolling motor. Any trolling motor? Any, any, no, no. There's not no. a trolling motor
2: on the market. It's ready for no. The, so the bracket on that thing it's is tiny. It's six inches wide. Yeah. No, it's not yeah. even that wide. It's like four. It's, no, it's probably six. No way you're six <laughs> I <was gonna> say, <laughs> whose
1: house are we at yeah.
2: <laughs> we'll have to bring a bring your girlfriend into this
1: <laughs> That's eight <and> a half.
2: <laughs> we know better <laughs> so but,
1: there's gonna be some fabrications done shortly
2: yeah and it'll go from awesome to more awesome
1: and uh you're looking for a trolling motor, or I'm still looking for a trolling motor. No, or the other.
2: I'm looking for parts to a trolling motor. <laughs> I'm going to go buy another one. So, I don't know. I don't want to get into the trolling motor debacle too much because yeah. I don't want to, like, shit on any company no, or anything. No, there's no sense
1: of burning any bridges. Well, yet. I just, I but. mean,
2: I'm starting to understand a little bit more about business and... You know, if you get a hold of them, hopefully they'll make do, it right. Make it right. Yeah, mistakes happen. They do, especially when you're busy.
1: And yeah, when you when you got mass production, not everything's gonna and a lot of out, moving right. parts. Yes.
2: So I totally get it. I'll get a hold yeah. of them and we'll figure it out. But anyway, Amazon. You're going to the Amazon. I am. Yeah. yeah what are you excited about, man? All of it. Uh, well, that's some real generic shit.
3: <laughs> uh, growing up as a kid, mainly two the cousins plane and- ride. <laughs> <laughs> uh, growing up, we didn't really have cable TV or anything like that. It was kind of a luxury deal. Sure. And two cousins, similar in age, they actually don't live too far from here. But uh, we grew up watching Roland Martin fish on Saturday mornings. Mm-hmm. And one episode, he went down to the Amazon and caught peacock bass. Caught bass. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
3: And we just thought that was the coolest thing ever. And I, that was a bucket list trip. You, Someday. Will,
2: you will fall in love with peacock bass. Oh, I have like, no doubt. Like I jokingly say they're bait because they're, they're, they are bait. That's what you're right. fishing but, for. But yeah. they remind me of a hybrid striper that jumps. Really? They pull just like a hybrid and then they jump. They're nice. freaking awesome.
1: What was the biggest one you pulled in when you were down there? In I
2: caught a handful of them; they're seven or eight pounds. Oh hell yeah! And the biggest one on the trip was over ten. And nice. those aren't the mondo ones. Like the mondo ones are down in Brazil, yeah. and they get—I mean, you—you're not guaranteed, but you can get a twenty plus down there. Jesus.
1: So it's kind of like hybrid. If you're in the right spot, yeah, like you can get a twenty, and
2: they're I unbelievable. I dream of a twenty. <laughs> well,
1: fifteen to twenty.
2: Yeah, like a ten to fifteen is a real possibility similar to 10 to 15 pound yeah, yeah i'm following you i'm
1: following you welcome to the story thank you <laughs> i'm going to take another drink and let tc yeah. talk
3: <laughs> uh yeah so the peacock bass fishing i mean i also I, I fish for those things you don't like to talk about also so the green ones yeah so <laughs> there'll be a lot of correlation oh between dude those and that was things, my so.
2: biggest struggle Like to be able, I, I laid a five gallon bucket in the driveway was practicing pitching underneath into the five gallon (laughs) bucket and I'm not good. (laughs) I think I put it in there three times in like 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm like, "Uh Oh, and I was practicing the other thing too. Like if I cast from the right side, I'm not bad. I cast from the left side need some work (laughs) and when you're in the boat you know sometimes you gotta go from one side to the other so i've been working on that too and i got a long ways to go so you'll be you might be the bait guy (laughs)
3: nothing wrong with that
2: no not down there yeah
3: And, and i think if i remember right i'm kind of a weird fisherman with bait casters like ryan is i use no way well with spinning rails i should say
2: Okay. Yeah. Spinning reels on the right he side. He uses them on the Are right side. Are you
3: right-handed or left? handed I'm right-handed.
2: So you're not like Ryan. He's left-handed.
1: I was born left-handed. I do everything right-handed. But yes.
2: And you're born an idiot.
1: I'm like a <laughs> I'm like a left and a half. <laughs> okay. Well, I use
3: I use spinning reels backwards for a right-hander.
2: So the reason you do that, you put it on the left side when you're right-handed, is because you're casting with your right hand. That way you don't have to switch them over. Now a bait caster, I will admit, I've tried left-handed bait casters, and I just feel mentally challenged <laughs> when I try to reel. And why it would matter when with the reel on the top of the rod versus the bottom of the rod? I have no idea, but it, it just does. feels way yeah.
3: different. I just I just grew up with the old Zebco 33s. Who didn't?
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Well, but you, you pushed the button. You were high class, man. I could only afford the two o twos. They were my grandpa's, though. So. Oh, they're good. <laughs> bro. Yeah. yeah, you get a little sand in them. You just dunk them in the water, and you're oh, good to go. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, so,
3: but I hold. But I don't cast. I don't switch hands when I cast. They stay in the same hand.
2: So you cast with your left
3: most of the time. I mean, okay. I do both, but
2: yeah. so you're, you're kind you're, of left-handed.
3: Sort of.
1: Left-handed.
2: Amidextrous. <laughs>
3: Yeah, but I can't really do anything else with my left hand.
2: I've been doing this. I've been on this kick. I watched a YouTube video, and I don't watch very many YouTube videos, but this one popped up, and it was like five ways to improve cognitive functioning, and one of them was to brush your teeth in the morning with your non-dominant hand. Did you poke yourself in the eye? No. <laughs> and I'm actually getting pretty good at brushing my teeth with my left hand. I'm trying to think. I brush. I right jabbed right myself I on the gums yeah. and. Nope. I've been I've been doing pretty good. Pretty proud of myself. So, that's uh, tomorrow morning's goal. Uh, every morning. <laughs> you guys are going to get so much smarter now. You're welcome.
1: <laughs> uh, we're still hanging out with you, so that's true.
2: <laughs> so talk about the prep because so we've been talking about prep for a while.
3: Uh, well i basically don't have <clears throat> excuse me anything other than bass rods and reels so
2: so you got most of the stuff you need
3: uh no i didn't really have the right catfish rods and reels but and most line. of
2: your stuff is the lighter stuff you know True. like you only only bring a couple heavy rods and right. then everything else is your big cranking rod and then um i mean your medium medium heavy stuff and then i bring one light action outfit
3: yeah just yeah i pretty much have all that stuff i've got 50 pound braid pretty much on everything already um buying some jigs buying the lures <clears throat> for the piar and whatnot
1: gotcha so what are you most excited to catch when you go down there all of them <laughs> <laughs> really
3: seriously <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, they're all as exciting have, in their you own. You don't have one where you're aspect, like, if I aspect. catch
1: nothing else, I want to catch. This. I want to catch this in this size because I would. I'd have a species in size that would just make me get drunk. I do.
2: I do. <laughs> I have one. There's well, actually, there's about three. They all have whiskers. <laughs> and it's 200 pounds. Uh, the jaw. Jou- if I get a jow over 100 pounds, I might. I'm not going to say I'm going to quit fishing for the trip, but. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I'll be real hungover the next day yes. and I'll get a late start.
1: So can you drink there? Like do, oh, yeah. they, do yeah. they like fly alcohol in? How do you get alcohol? You are in the middle of the freaking jungle. It's it's properly outfitted. Just not with water. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, the yeah. funny thing is, when we ran out of water, we, I felt like a pirate, because all we were was drinking rum, rum and coke, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so not only did you get drunk, you got extra drunk, because you were dehydrated. So dehydrated. Yeah. It was not a good plan, but nah, I was so pissed off. It was off still about. a plan. Yeah. I mean, it would all be great.
1: That's good point.
3: <laughs> but you got, you got a fish? I'd say, I kind of follow the same thing. I don't have expectations, I guess, but the chance to catch a big cat i had
2: expectations that's why i was disappointed last <laughs> See, time there
3: you go you broke your own rule <laughs> i did
2: i did and i regret it now i know better but yeah. with that being said I, i'm going down there with the intention of
3: targeting a big cat oh yeah absolutely so that's my number i would one. say that would be the ideal fish to catch even obviously. more than
1: air arapaima that's what everybody yeah, geeks so. out down I think there so any fish that is triple digit would be sweet mm-hmm. but i mean the more you you learn about it and study it it's, one's gonna pop out that you're like that's what i want
2: dude arapaim are cool i caught one i'm good for your
1: life. yeah and then, you're kind of that way with spoon bills you're kind of that way with if i caught you know, a
2: gator gar i'd feel the same way yeah. uh, check
1: the box move on
2: but i don't know what gator gar fight like everybody touts the arapaima i don't think they fought that hard pound for pound if i would have had an, and maybe i said this on here before and i'll say it again because i mean it if i would have had a net that that fish could fit in i would have had him in the boat in two
1: minutes yeah i've seen you do that with some big blues some big flats, <laughs> <on too. laughs>
2: i've been kind of gun shy because i've dropped the ball on those five fish in a row I caught three the other night, and I was kind of babying them. Just like, need to get a fish in the boat, you know? By
1: babying them, you mean fishing like every other fisherman? Yes, yeah. (laughs) Like, not skiing in a 40. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) They were still
2: in the boat in like a minute. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like...
1: Well, most of the water we fish is pretty shallow,
2: so... This was a wonderful... You would have loved this spot. Um, Well, you've been kind of by it. But the sandbar itself shifted. You, you took me to spot B or C. You didn't take me to A? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know how this works. <laughs> no, it, the sandbar wasn't set up like that before. So when we had this last bit of high water, I don't know, something, something changed, but the sandbar shifted and came out to a point. And then off of that point, there's a nice seam, and it now drops down to 10 feet. Off of that sandbar. How do you draw point?
1: it up any better than that? Uh,
2: I, I don't know. A, a log jam
1: 15 feet
2: downstream? There was, a, <laughs> Well, there was a, a hole that's 15 feet deep right across the river. Sweet. And because the sandbar point extends out, it's only like 30 to 50 feet away. So
1: you could get your three rods in every possible location you want. Yep, and that's how I caught it. <laughs> <laughs> no it worked out good it's like putting a net across a river
2: but i wish it stayed like that well it's funny so there was a spot like that down river about five miles that set up that way last year Mm -hmm. and then that spot up river that's set up that way now wasn't so and then now the
1: sand from the up river filled in the maybe (laughs) yeah because they flip-flop yeah Uh, it's totally different that's cool yeah as long as you figure it out that's cool (laughs)
2: <laughs> you, you figure it out because you spend a bunch of time on the river.
1: Let's uh, talk high heat flatheads because it, it is hot
2: this week. Flatheads are the warmest water fish in the, maybe the United States. Like as far as preferred water temperature. And the they, hotter the better. They test that by um, looking at optimal, well, don't quote me on this. I believe... <laughs> I think it's one of of those things that I think I heard (laughs) once upon a time, but I'm not positive, but they determine optimal temperature for fish where their metabolism is at its highest level of efficiency,
1: which in theory means they're going to be on a feeding frenzy. They're going to move around. They're going to be active.
2: They're going to be, their body's going to be functioning at its highest level. Yeah. So the temperature in which a flathead's body functions at its highest level is higher than any other freshwater fish in the upper Midwest.
1: Did not know that. Fascinating. Yeah. So, what's water temp today? You're out today for well, a bit. Well,
2: I was on a little body of water, so little bodies of water, they have less water because they have less water. They're going to fluctuate in temperature more. When I got out there, it was 72. When I got off the water, it was 79.
1: That's wow. huge.
2: But when but there's when it's low, when it's a trickle, it's no big deal to if you camp out. You wake up in the morning. And the water temperatures, you know, on a day like today when it gets a hundred, yeah, the water temp. You wake up in the morning seventy four. By the time you get off the water, it's over ninety. It happens yeah. all the time. So it's not in our bodies. Water that's not that crazy. Yeah. You go to those bigger bodies of water like Mississippi and Missouri. Day like today, it's going to fluctuate a degree. Yeah, you know, but yeah. and then our medium and large size rivers, they probably came up three or four degrees today.
1: Yeah,
2: but um, so I don't look at water temperatures. As some people... It's kind of a starting point. It's a starting point. You know, it... And on lakes and stuff that don't fluctuate as much, it probably plays a much bigger role. But people will say, you know, they, I bet they're spawning. Water temps 80 degrees. Maybe. Yeah. Some of them might be. How many? Probably not that many. I think photo period plays big, like just as big of a role, if not a
1: bigger one. And even water level. Can they get you know, to where they want to go? Yeah. You well, know? there's
2: that part too. But when we have high water... It's usually colder yeah you know you got low water low water is hot water you got high water high water is usually colder so yeah water level play is it the water level or is it the water temp that plays a bigger difference i don't know wow
1: well, i yeah i i don't have the research to back it up but i know a lot of the places that you they stayed w- at a hotel in motel ho- <laughs> eight last yeah. night. yeah but i know a lot of places that they want to get if they can't get there i don't know if that delays the no. date that they spawn or just the location but
2: i don't know they they can They're cavity spawners there's cavities everywhere every yeah. rock every log you know they just need a spot they can
1: fit under yeah keep the eggs safe and feel like they got a fighting chance so you're uh you're on a trip you just happen to come through you got a hold of spencer he's like yeah come over we're gonna work on ryan's boat and then all of a sudden <laughs> oh we can't work on ryan's boat let's have a podcast yeah
3: <laughs> pretty much
1: <laughs> so you're dropping tomorrow morning and. The place that we talked yes, about. Yeah. Were, were you out after that?
3: Um, back towards home to grab another one. Back nice. and forth, back and forth.
1: Yeah. Is that your normal route, like it, to Iowa just or Midwest? You all yeah. pretty much all
3: over the Midwest,
1: wherever they need it.
3: Talk more about how we got to
2: this point where we're at right now. Like you watch Roland Martin catch peacock bass, whatever. You're like, that's cool. Yeah. And. You've dreamed about going to the Amazon. Why haven't you pulled the trigger before this very moment? Um, Like I made it convenient by me saying, hey, if you want to go to the Amazon, (laughs) and if anybody's listening, whoever's listening to this, if you want to go to the Amazon, Spencer at RiverCertified.com. There are open spots right now, not on the trip I'm going on, but the trip immediately after, and I can get you hooked up with a reputable outfitter that can put you on fish of a lifetime, for real. Yeah. But back to what we were talking about. Um what's I'd, been the hold up? And suddenly pull the trigger now?
3: Uh I think with that much time off work, being self employed, that's a pretty big deal. Um and the money involved in going all of that, that's a pretty big leap to take. Oh, it's an investment. For yeah, sure, it's a big man. investment to take
2: and it's like going to Alaska. It's almost identical to going to Alaska. Okay. Yeah. Which if I had to pick the decision's easy. <laughs> uh, just for the hell of it. I don't think it's a trip. <laughs> you stole that from a legend. <laughs>
3: uh, I don't think I would I would take that leap if I didn't have some idea of who I was going with. If it was just random people, all it would take is one bad person and that mm-hmm. whole investment is ruined. Gotcha. You know, it's not a good time.
2: And that's probably a more common mindset yeah. um, for the most part.
1: And there's a lot of guides that are out there just to make money and not really put people on fish. True, true. Like me. You you dump (laughs) this sum of money into a trip, and you're just regretting it. Uh, There's nothing worse than going on a trip and wishing you were home. Dude, that sucks.
2: I got so lucky. I mean, if I would have been with – so I had my group of dudes who was going down with me, but I didn't know half of the total group. Yeah. And – I'm fortunate that if the other half would have sucked, I wouldn't have gave a shit because I'm just fishing. And yeah. then I can go drink beers by myself in the evening and be just as happy. <laughs> Might be a sign of a problem. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> or a solution. <laughs> but uh, um, so if they sucked, it was like whatever. You yeah. know, no big deal. You're
1: a little hard, more hard-headed than a lot of people. Though. That's true. Especially That's true. when it comes to fishing. but And you, hygiene yes <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and i i smell terrible right now <laughs> but uh they were awesome everybody else on the trip was awesome and
1: uh and that's cool I you can thought... go on 10 more trips and not well, find what you found because now they're going back with you or at least right. some of them some of them are going back some of them are going to spain with
2: me and then one of them's even coming up next week oh go hell yeah. F- yeah go flathead fishing for three or four days flying up from Texas. That's awesome. Yeah. So if you want to get out. I'm fishing Thursday. Yeah. Was on the water for a guide trip and saw three or four spots that I'm like, bet that's real good at night. Yeah. So I'm going there. You don't have any night trips in the next got it. I got to film, man. Yeah. Yep. So filming, editing, and then my next night trip, oh, back to the Amazon, Uh, dude named Pete. So down when I was down in the Amazon, the guy who was the host was Mark and Mark's hosted a bajillion different trips. And I told Mark that I'm a fishing guide and I mainly fish for big cats. And he said, my buddy Pete has always wanted to catch a big cat. I'll let him know. And Pete ended up booking a trip for a whole well, month. That's, that's awesome. Cool. Yep, yeah. And that that's this Sunday. So that's my next guide trip. And he booked an all-nighter. He's coming up from Texas, too.
1: Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah.
2: A lot of Texas coming, yeah. coming to Iowa. I
1: think Texas is a lot of blue cat country, isn't it? There's not. in flyheads. A is there? A-
2: oh, there's a pile of flyheads. Yeah. There's, there's probably more flyheads than there are blues down there.
1: But a lot of Texas is reservoirs. Like yeah. Deep reservoirs A lot of the
2: rivers are tiny. Yeah. You know, they don't really have a giant, like, no Mississippi, no Missouri. Yeah. Um, I think our rivers, like the Des Moines, would be average probably, to above average. Probably well above average. Really? Maybe one of the the Des Moines would be one of the biggest rivers in Texas. Wow! So they have a lot of dinky creeks that they dammed up and made reservoirs, and they got some big ass blue cats. <laughs> in <laughs> They on, do. And a lot. They of planned other stuff. well. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they got the Trinity. The Trinity's pretty big, and the Brazos and. I I know there's a few others that I'm forgetting, but I know those are pretty solid Flathead Rivers, and that's the reason I know about it.
1: So, uh, one river that you would love to take a trip to that you haven't? Me? Yeah. You're asking me this? Yeah, because you're the only one that knows. <laughs> me, I'm just, oh, it's water, I'll fish it. But you've thought about this. You've checked off a bunch on your list. What's the next one you want to knock off? What are we fishing for?
2: Flathead, duh. Uh, duh. We're it, fishing, right? <laughs> the uh, probably the Scambia. Scambia. The it's down in the floor Sounds infectious. It does. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, so the Scambia, and the, you might get uh, infected, I suppose, with the flathead bug down there. <laughs> see, see that segue. See what I did that there? That cringy ass <laughs> segue into that so uh that one and then uh i've heard good things about the trinity in texas yeah which it'd be cool to catch a gator gar i have a feeling i'd look at gator gar the same way i look at uh the arapaima you know you catch one and you're good yeah but uh i've heard it'd be
1: cool it would be it would be cool i want to catch one yeah you know like i don't need to catch a hundred i don't want to go on a gator gar trip i just want to catch a gator gar while i'm Searching for flatheads. That'd be ideal. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that river, and it's got some good
2: blue cats in it. Yeah. So you get all kind. Of, you fish for flatheads and you get all kinds of cool bycatch. <laughs> you know, you catch some 150 pound alligator gar, some 50 pound blue cats.
1: Then and it's so bad. And oh, just eight. stick 80.
2: Oh my God. I was dreaming about that today. <clears throat> I hadn't caught anything. And then I was thinking about. My strategy, because I had a buddy who was picking me up to take me back to my truck, but I had to be at the bridge at a certain time. <laughs> so I'm like... About miss the bus. I didn't want to miss the bus. <laughs> so I'm like, how fast do I float? How much time do I spend fishing in different spots? And I saw one spot that just looked interesting. Yeah. It, it was like one root ball without a tree attached to it like it snapped off somehow i don't know really but it was in the water and it was it was like sticking straight up and yeah it looked like the tree just snapped so off right it just at the base. a huge v going around yep and it was about six and a half foot under it and i pulled up next to it and dropped one bait straight down and then cast one a little bit out and i was just for whatever reason the image in my head of a rod going down which that's not uncommon yeah. but in my mind the story that i was playing was rod goes down and i set the hook into and the a,
1: root rod moves right. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well the, the the most vivid image in my mind was wasn't even the fight itself it's when i finally got the fish to the side of the kayak and the the head pops up and the head looks like a, a garbage can lid you know <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why at that very moment I imagined that and it didn't happen unfortunately (laughs) but maybe next time but when that garbage can lid popped up in my head I was saying 80 yeah and then you said 80 and it just like resonated with me in that moment well that's
1: kind of a pinnacle if we ever get an 80 that'll be a
2: good oh my god oh my god like
1: I. and I don't care where we're at I'll go to the freaking Mars for an 80 (laughs) no shit no shit (laughs)
2: No, hopefully we won't have to travel that far. I I bet there's more eighties around. I bet there'll be somebody who gets an eighty in the next year or two somewhere. Yeah. But they're just probably below a damn. I mean <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but a fifty pound or so forty pound flathead in my mind is the trophy mark. Like you catch yeah. a forty yes. and it, that they're is they're uncommon. That is a true yes. trophy i had i've had years fishing around here where i don't get a 40 yeah i catch a bunch of them and i don't get one over 40 pounds yeah um and then 50 pound mark becomes just i i just call them a special fish you're so
1: lucky to get that yeah like
2: it's the it's the step beyond trophy you know whatever you want
1: to call that category your bait was in the right place at the right time and you have a bait in that spot 20 more times you probably won't see him
2: and then you get to the 60-plus, and the, I, I call that for an, a guy who avidly fishes for flatheads, a 60-pounder is a true fish of a lifetime. Yeah, like I, I would agree. For somebody who dedicates a ton of time fishing yep. for him. I would call You get a, that
1: one bite your whole fishing career. And, and everything works sick, out. It, yes.
2: It, not only yes. do you get the bite, you fight it like a champ, you land it. A 60 pound is a true... Fish of a lifetime, but then to go 20 pounds higher than that?
1: <laughs> like, I don't well, know. We're just going to let you swallow this decent fish and then we're going to fight. Yeah,
2: I catch a 20. <laughs> I catch a 20 pound flathead. That's a good day. And I'm yeah. freaking stoked. Yeah, you know, it's like, also awesome. a nice fish. And to tack that onto the fish of a lifetime, <laughs> which I've never caught a 60 plus. Like, I've never. You have?
1: You just no. don't
2: count it? Nope. I, I promise you, I have not. I've been, I've caught probably more 50s than i realized Yeah, the a 71 I, in your hand that don't count well <laughs> that fish don't count but i guess i can quantify having seen that fish in yep, person right. compared i've never caught a 60 i've caught i would agree I, i've caught most of your
1: monsters fisions. are 50,
2: 50 to 55 fi-
1: 50.
2: 50 to 55 yeah like i've caught which is a
1: huge freaking oh! Flathead. I'm stoked. They are freaking tanks. I'm
2: just like trying to put that. I'm trying to process this out loud. That what a 60s like, having never seen one and mm. seeing seeing this number of these sizes, but having never seen a 60, just and, like how rare it is. Because yeah. a 50s rare. And you think a two thirties,
1: which a 30 pound flathead is an awesome fish.
2: Stud, you know you catch, and a, then
1: you just double that head and double the girth all the way back. And that's so, crazy.
2: You ever caught a sixty? No, no. Have you ever caught a thirty? Nope. So, hopefully, one of these days you will. <laughs> I sure hope so. <laughs> that got awkward real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even need, mean to make you feel bad. <laughs> well,
1: no, that's fine. And a normal fisherman maybe get half dozen thirties in their lifetime. Just depends. I mean, you can't really say that's normal true. fisherman because so I'm many, talking about people in like this area. Where I've, where I grew up, if I a fisherman that goes out maybe once a month, he might see six, 30 pounders in a lifetime in his lifetime. yeah,
2: that's true. but then I, like I said, it's tough to say normal because there's so many dudes like that walleye fish, and they catch just as many big flatheads as the Joe Schmo yeah. River guy, yeah, because so, I mean, a swim bait's a pretty good flathead yeah. lure,
1: especially early. Well, uh, anytime. Well, early, the flatheads and the walleyes are in the same general locations.
2: I don't know. More, I would say, because they're, you, they're you, kind of there
1: all the time. But so. you you see more bycatches of flatheads in the spring than you do I, any other time. Maybe I, I guess I go now that I think about
2: that a little bit. It might just be because there be because there's more guys walleye fishing in the spring. Possibly because the majority yeah. of the the ones that I see from dudes who like actually like are walleye guys. Yeah. They they seem to get 'em more in late in the summer. Really? Yep. Especially in low water. Fishing below spillways.
1: Yeah, dams dams do it, buddy. Yep. And they <laughs> they're the size of Volkswagen. <laughs> well, a thirty pounder on a walleye rod sure feels like it.
2: The uh the biggest flyhead I ever caught for the longest time was a 44-pounder, and I caught it walleye fishing on six-pound line.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> wow. That's nuts. Took me a half hour. I don't know how you didn't get into a stick and just... I was on a riprap bank. Yeah?
2: It was just clear riprap bank. Water was really low, and I had four pounds of pressure on them the whole time. <laughs> The whole time. <laughs> There's the whole no
1: time. break for you. Nope.
2: And <laughs> He's got a, a
1: four-pound ankle weight just dragging on him the whole time. That's
2: why it amazes me. Like I, So I've caught that fish. It's not a bragging thing. It's a strictly an informational it's thing. Scientific discussion. And to apply this information to other stories I've heard where somebody's like, I hooked a catfish using catfish-appropriate tackle. And they're like, I fought this fish for two hours. Bullshit!
3: <laughs> Tighten the drag up, right?
2: Or get a new watch. Ex- that's more what I'm thinking. I le- I've legitimately fought bullshit. a fish for an hour and a half. I, I hooked a thirty pound jack Crevel on twelve pound line. You hooked a Jack Russell. <laughs> <laughs> this thing would arc, have arc. whooped the Jack Russell's ass, and Jack Russells are little badasses.
1: <laughs> Woody came in and started like, whining.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Quit talking about other dogs. <laughs> but yeah, I fought this thing for an hour and a half. He pulled me at least a mile in my kayak, and maybe I didn't. Which have, is cool. Oh, it was it was <laughs> sweet, cool. man. I yeah. felt like old man in the sea, you know. Admit, <laughs> but maybe so I didn't have is enough what drag looks on like. it. But to know what an hour and a half feels like for, on a fight in a fish, and to think about how that could apply to any catfish on this planet like i would you, say you after could hook the world record blue cat flathead on 10 pound line and if it's in open water where you don't have to worry yeah, about snags wear it out you're still gonna get it in in less than an hour yes probably less than 45 minutes
1: i'm trying to think of any fights that i had over five minutes truthfully on, without them on, either hook pulling or getting snagged up or landing the fish
2: wipers i've had i'm s-
1: I'm talking flatheads
2: oh flat on flathead tackle, yeah none, I've never had yeah I fought that one that I hooked so that seventy two pounder I hooked in the tail on forty pound test, and he was on the bank in twelve minutes thirteen on video, like I had the video and it was twelve or thirteen minutes on video yeah. and uh Granted, I was giving him the heat. <laughs> but he well, didn't uh, have a choice. Right, you
1: were between rock and a hard place, literally. Right.
2: right. If he would have went another fifteen feet further out, I wouldn't have saw him because he would have gotten that current and would. Right. But um, he was hooked in the motor. Right. You know, he wasn't even hooked in the head. Yeah. I, you know, the funny thing is, I was a little disappointed in the size of the fish when he came up because I That's thought I was yeah. thinking he's gonna be hundred. You know? yeah. But Well,
1: yeah. You're you're taking the muscle more the most muscle bound fish you've ever seen, and you hooked him right in the hardest part. I hooked him like I was going to yeah. use him for yeah. bait. Yeah. <laughs> you gave him the more, most advantages. I yeah, have no you way could've. to turn him.
2: Nope. Just hang on. Keep bringing him in. Yeah, that first run was unstoppable. Though it was about <laughs> probably fifty, sixty, seventy feet, and just zzz, like wasn't fast. It just kept go and and they, did your
1: internal checklist kick in where you're like i've been training for this this is what <laughs> i do <laughs> and go no, no no it did not i think mine probably would have well it probably did because <laughs> yeah. i just i just
2: quit thinking yeah it was just like pressure Multiple memory reaction yep. here we go keep line tight keep rod tip yep. at 45 degree angle and uh pump them in and don't give him like anytime you can gain line you gain line anytime you can prevent him from taking line you prevent him from taking line and uh that's that's kind of how you do it with a big fish
1: yeah and especially with the
2: obstacles that you had working against you it wasn't that bad like it wasn't like there was a big brush pile there or anything
1: no but if he got around that corner i had a 50 foot
2: block area where everything was fine (laughs) you know or 50 yards yeah 50 yard uh block that as long as he stayed in there, everything was
1: cool. <laughs> just got to keep within the fence.
2: Yep. But if he would have got out that then then yeah. we would have had problems. But, you never but how long. many times do you hook a big flathead where you got that much space? I don't. I've never hooked that big of
1: a flathead. Zero so times. Just...
2: I'm saying any flathead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, like yeah. The fish I caught today I had to climb on top of a tree to land (laughs) it.
1: (laughs) You know, like that's that's the norm, which which is a normal flathead story. Yeah, I mean, there's always something you got to overcome. I mean, I almost didn't even bring it up
2: because (laughs) it's just another day. That's awesome. I got a phone call from a dude. I have no idea how he got my number, but he called me and uh, on eBay I have it for sale. (laughs) Do you? I hope you got some money. Nineteen ninety nine. I hope you got some money. I would think it'd be worth more than that.
1: And if they just call you and say, Spencer, if you, then i give it to him for free. Oh. <laughs> so,
2: well, he paid the 20 bucks. No, but, okay. uh,
1: That's not bad.
2: But he, he was just like, hey, man, I was just watching one of your videos, calling to see if you'd answer. And uh, I'm like, yeah, I answered. Uh, what's up? And he, I can't remember what else he said. And I said, hold on, man. I'm literally up to th- the middle of my shins in mud right now. <laughs> trying to pull my kayak out. I'll call you back. And then I called him back and it was he just talked about maybe booking a trip and some other stuff but he, he apologized like oh I'm sorry I hope I didn't ruin your day and I said you'd have to try a lot harder than that to ruin my day. But um challenge accepted. It, it's no big deal. It's just another day. You yeah. know, like yeah. I'm knee deep in mud trying to pull my kayak up this <laughs> bank. This is what I do. Yeah. It's yeah. kinda kinda my thing.
1: It's not really glory I'm after. It's more the mud. No. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm not even after that. It's just like the shit you do to do what you gotta do. Yeah. To get where you gotta go. And you do all that goals
1: are a wonderful thing. Just everybody's
2: got different ones. I just there's there's upsides and downsides to everything. You know, like Once I was on the water, it was wonderful. Yeah. You're just... Because I I love my boat. I love a kayak. And what I love about a kayak is everything is quiet. It's like the world slows down.
1: Yes. It just... Everything just...
2: (sighs) Yep. And then I came around a corner in the river and there was a tree that completely blocked the entire river and I had to (laughs) drag my kayak over the top of it, but... The, Which is
1: not out of the norm. No,
2: no. It's kinda I it's one of those things you're just like expecting it.
1: And and part of it says, All right, very few people went over this tree. Well,
2: it was a new one. No, I bet nobody Nobody over. had been yeah, over. It. You I, were was, the, I bet I was the first you were person. The conqueror. Yep. Well that's what I was gonna get at next was it brings makes you feel like a little adventurous. Yeah, you're the like, explorer. Like a little bit of a pioneer. You look kinda look like Dora. <laughs> She speaks better <laughs> Spanish than I do.
1: There's yeah. <laughs> some, some funny stories when you're we talk about when you're down in Texas. Well, you about how made the funny, yeah. Like
2: <laughs> I try to be the nice guy and try to sp- learn Spanish and speak Spanish, and all I did was make fun of my accent. <laughs> like I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> I tried <trying> my best. <laughs> <laughs> I do what I can.
2: Would you rather? And this comes from Eddie Fife. Eddie Fife sent these gems in. Would you rather be guaranteed to catch only one flathead a year, but it's always over 70 pounds? Yes. Or be guaranteed at least three flatheads per trip? Guaranteed, but none over 40.
1: A 40 is a good fish.
2: Yeah, but you won't get one.
1: A 40 is a good fish. But if I got three 40s a night?
2: You don't get a 40.
1: Not over 40.
2: Or a 70 every year? One seventy every year, or three fish every trip,
1: under forty. I'd have to go with the three, because a forty. Uh, let's go three thirty eight.
2: I, if it wasn't for YouTube and having to yeah. set my video schedule the way I did, if if we took a step back, if I knew I was YouTube, only going to
1: catch one fish a year, you know how much beer I'd go through.
2: About the same. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't think the number of fish we've caught has ever influenced the <laughs> amount of beer that we drink. In fact, it seems like when we have a good night, we drink
1: more. That is that is true. That is true. So I it said, might
2: be counterproductive to catch more. I'd have to go to the three, I think. See? I it, think
1: I'd say the three,
2: too. And I'm going the one.
3: But is that because you already get no, to catch so many fish? No, with no,
2: I would have said this my whole life, man. Or not, no, that's a lie. Not that my is whole a lie. Life. Yeah. Um, Post-25. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. yeah. Ever since after 25, 26, been flathead fishing for a little bit. But the reason I got into flathead fishing was to catch the one. Yeah. Like when I go fishing, I'm fishing for the one. Yes. That's,
1: Every spot. that's You're it, not going to go to a spot unless you think he is there.
2: You're right. Yep. It, or at least there's a possibility. Yep. Like I'm not going to go to a spot where I'm thinking there's no way this fish is. Not there there.
1: might be a 20 here. Yeah. Yeah. I'll
2: skip that spot. Yep. But um Yeah, and that's probably why it hurts so much when I lose one that I'm like that might have been the one. Yeah. I've only ever lost I've only lost 3 that I've ever thought in my mind might have been that one. Like 70 plus. Uh-huh. Maybe 3 or 4. And it, I'm not saying it was 70 plus. It might have been like a mean 50. One you one, could have been. one
1: you saw that was 60 plus. You yeah. had right to your kayak. Yeah, yeah. One that's not one of them though. One you've probably had at least a fifty on that got you into the trees that you went after and couldn't bring it out. When was that? When you fell. me and you were uh, you were fishing the inside uh, root wad. I was fishing the outside, and you were asleep. Oh yeah,
2: that ain't even
1: one of them. That was probably a fifty something at least. That was a big one. The the two that I'm. T-
2: the three that I'm thinking, two of them were about eight years ago, and one of them was about ten. And I've hooked yeah. some big fish since then, but they didn't compare. No, these were different critters. Yeah. And I'm not saying they were over seventy, not even saying they were over sixty.
1: But they had the right attitude. They, <laughs> the way they, the way they fought. It's like they could have been. Yeah, they were. Contenders. I'm not going to say they weren't. Yeah. You know? They were up for a belt in some organization. Yeah. <laughs> well, they won, okay? They're still undefeated as far as I know. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean,
2: if if quantity was a thing, like that's how I was when I was growing up. I kind of yeah. kind of fantasized the whole flathead deal growing up. I just didn't have the patience, and I was thinking about girls too much probably. Um, Downfall. Right. Uh, and but I just but the 40-pound
1: mark like we talked about a 40 pound it's a trophy It's a trophy fish so you'll never so catch you get,
2: another trophy in your life but if
1: you get three thirty eights. not a trophy just a good one that, be a good one and i gotta edit that out that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good night yeah but no trophies or
2: one wow. fish of a lifetime every year that, that'd be pretty See? legendary i'm that's just a true. salesman right that's, there okay that. it's not what you say yeah. it's how you say it yeah i catch a fish of a lifetime on a yearly basis I'm the greatest fly fisherman
1: <laughs> <of> all time. <laughs> Only catch one, but get, yeah, but a <laughs> trip here. with me, you'll sit yeah. for 52 days, and all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. bam!
2: Not a bad consolation prize. But <laughs> the YouTube thing makes it tough because I do have that kind of mindset. Because when I skunk, I really don't give a shit. But you
1: put out two videos a week, right? So I don't think people realize how hard that is to put out that much content every week and be consistent
2: it just depends on how you do it like if you want to go fish for the green ones like tc's talking about the green ones who shall not be named (laughs) (laughs) bass turds bastards. yeah those (laughs) like it it wouldn't be it's not a big deal to put out two videos a week yeah because you're gonna go catch fish with flatheads i don't care how good you are right I don't give a shit how good you are. There's no guarantees you're going to
1: catch fish. Well, there's better places than where you're at. Yes, yeah, but where we're at is not odds. that bad. I'm talking numbers-wise, like not, for content.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's like two places that are like <laughs> head and shoulders above. Yeah. And I'm sure there's other places that are better, but I don't know. It's The more I get out and see things, it's not that our our flathead population's that bad. It's that our water conditions just make it tough to target them yeah you know there's not much consistency it's up or it's down it's up or it's down um but other than which that, where your log comes
1: in that it helps a lot it helps a lot, it helps, a lot. It helps a lot like it's coming up go let's, here it's dropping yeah. go here you know. let's uh revisit these conditions they worked at that time mm-hmm. so
2: mm-hmm. are you ready for the next question
1: absolutely i don't think you are <laughs> i'm still contemplating the last one <laughs>
2: And this this works oh this is this is might be the hardest question I've ever gotten in my life. Like I'm gonna let the suspense build for a second. (laughs) I'll edit it out. (laughs) Like you
1: didn't even do it.
2: (laughs) Would you rather have unlimited ice cold bush lights? Or no. It's about it's about to get it's about to get tough. What the hell are you thinking about? Or Unlimited Bullheads For the rest of your life
1: Oh <laughs> Yeah right I enjoy fishing for bullheads While so, drinking bush light While drinking <laughs> bush light So if I just had an unlimited supply That would take Well that would take a huge chunk of time Out But it would also take some enjoyment out I'm gonna go with beer I'm gonna go with beer
3: I'd say bullheads Why? Well, I don't know. I mean, you can really dive into this. Can well, you just, can a, you just it's drink a di- podcast? It's <laughs> a long form discussion. <laughs> I mean, you can get you to just, explain can you your why. You could buy some different beer?
2: <laughs> you could. That is true. Well, all right, let's replace ice cold beers Which is of cold. your choosing or. unlimited bullheads
1: i've become a whiskey drinker and i wouldn't catch a goddamn thing because i'd be ridiculously hammered yeah all the time
2: (laughs) since my time is so limited the only difference is you'd be ridiculously hammered
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right you were saying go ahead bullheads because my time you, is limited. You get to top. Ta- There's how's your time limited? No, I mean limited time to fish. Oh, because you're, you're busy. Yeah, because so you're busy. like
2: making a life and stuff. <laughs> yeah, <Right? laughs> you're not it's like so stupid. This bum like I. am. Yeah. <laughs> Do you
3: have a bait tank set up? Just a bait cooler. Yeah. Yeah. So getting bait and going out is a pain. Yeah, pain. It, so it if is. I could just somebody could just say here have some bullheads, it'd be great. I
2: get well today. I got to live it. Like I woke up at six thirty and chased bait for three hours before yeah. I got on the water. Yeah and the first spot i stopped at i was throwing a cast net in a creek for suckers and freaking rush hour traffic was buzzing by at 50 miles an hour and i couldn't even get out of my truck hardly without like getting turned into a bug on somebody's windshield but, but then i eventually went to a different pond and caught some bait but uh i think i'm with you though i'm going i'm going to go with the bullheads if you especially if you look at it from a financial standpoint mm. Yeah, like I think about the money I invested to catch the eighteen money and time that I invested to catch the eighteen baits that I use today. Yeah, versus how much it costs for a case of Bush Light, I'd be money ahead going with the bullheads.
1: Yeah, so you I, would.
2: I'd buy my beer and just take the bait. And I've been pretty
1: pampered this year. You I thought me. it was either or? I didn't know you got both. Like you could still buy beer.
3: Oh, I thought yeah, it was you said either any or. alcohol. Or any beer.
1: I thought it was either or. Either I was just you trying got to, okay. to drink or you got bullheads. No, you just get unlimited like, of this uh, or unlimited uh, of that? Free. Uh, okay. Because I'm like, I'll use a big creek chub. I'll use a green sunfish. <laughs> I, I just want my beer. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was an either or situation. You as could, in, the question would you rather? Is,
2: well, you keep you keep interrupting me, so it makes <laughs> sense you didn't understand the question. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> You should be used to that but now. Oh, I, I am, 100%.
2: <laughs> but, like, the bait, the so my progression throughout the season with bait, and this year's been different because you've helped me out a lot with bait, and then Ryan, other Ryan, has helped me out a lot with bait. He's probably gave me 80 to 100 bullheads this year. Nice. Wow. Like, good ones. Yes. That's sweet. And, yeah, it's sweet. So I kind of have them. Not unlimited, but very close. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I brought beer,
1: so we got both Right.
2: <laughs> so I get the best of both worlds. But, but generally in the past, my progression of bait is the first few times I go do it, it's kind of fun. And then it yeah. becomes a chore. Monotonous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not so much monotonous. It's a box you got to check. Yeah. It's like something, it goes from something I want to do to something I have to do. Right. Yeah. And then just like your perception of those, my personal perception of those things, um, if I feel compelled in a way that, not compelled, but I feel like I'm required to do something. Which you are. It loses a lot of its fun. Yeah. You know, and You
1: can't you can't guide without bait. Right. That's a big portion right, of it. Right. Yeah? And I I'm Speaking work- of, I think I'm gonna put in another bait tank. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a bait tank for like Bluegill's chubs mm-hmm. and then a bait tank for bullhead That's smart. greenies. That's smart. And I'm debating if I wanna do that
2: or if I want to I put a few feelers out there to try and. Well, I'm keeping an eye open. I want to do this. I want to get like a, like one of the bait shop bait tanks. Yeah. That have, that sections. have the dividers. That yeah, have dividers sections. that yeah. are cooled and all that stuff and. That'd be sweet. But they're so expensive. They are. But if I could, if not that, I want any business to go under. But if a bait shop were to go under, <laughs> it's. I'm, i'm scooping it up yeah i will be a guy who will put an offer in on on their bait tank when they're looking to sell it
1: yeah that's an item that just doesn't you don't see people use them forever
2: right yeah so i'm not anticipating it anytime soon or maybe but
1: any feelers reach out to river certified yes 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 (laughs) Uh, spencer at RiverCertified.com. but there have you ever looked at the new ones
2: I haven't. They no. are thousands of dollars.
1: Like three, right? Yeah.
2: Like two to five thousand dollars depending on which one you go with. And that's a, it's a little Tax deduction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I'm yeah, that's just too much. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's been my week. I've blown Well, that's what I was literally just thinking yeah. about
2: talking about is all the money you're about to spend yeah. and have spent.
1: I just in the last three days, it's over seventeen grand, and I'm not there yet. I still need a trolling motor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but that's your only big ticket item left. Right? Left. Yep. Yes. Yeah. You got a Garmin Echo yep. Map ninety three. Yeah. Those are good units. I like. I, that's what I got. I, I like that one a lot.
1: Um, With the, the purpose of upgrading to Livescope sometime. Yeah. That's well. That's, they
2: all have forward facing. And they were now. on sale. And that's that's yeah. the big thing. Yeah, save
1: a couple hundred bucks.
2: The you know, one thing I noticed about those, because I thought I got a screamer of a deal on mine, they seem to always be on sale. Somewhere, yeah. yes. Oh, like, yeah. you can yes. find those Echo Maps on sale somewhere. Because, right.
1: you know, this guy's got it on sale, which means this other company has to have it on sale. Right. Or they're not going to sell any.
2: Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. I mean, I'm not the marketing guy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, with the internet... Every, made everything more competitive you know what i mean yeah oh everybody—it's
3: so easy to shop around yes
1: yep. yeah
2: but you don't get those screamer deals on the internet you don't like yeah. walk through a store and the store just happens to have this thing on clearance for like nothing yes and i don't i hate shopping and Me it too. don't matter like i hate shopping for fishing stuff
1: i yesterday in my cart i had 900 some dollars worth of crap at that store that we that i went to yeah and it took a lot for me to like that last 20 feet to go up to check out (laughs) i was was like do i really need this i'm like well my goals are going to get met i've got to get it
2: if you're gonna do it do it it's
1: just another box i gotta check
2: yeah what else you got left like fun stuff not like boring like you probably have to get a grease gun
1: grease no i got one ordered okay because on the way home from Basborough I got on Amazon and ordered another $500 yep. worth of crap. Yep. <laughs> but uh but no, I got to get a bimmy top yet. Yeah. And but that's uh, a
2: nice to have, not a not a it need. Is. Yes, not But not, not, all everything we've been talking about is all needs.
1: But on a day like today it's oh, when I was out yesterday. Essential. Yeah.
2: It was so nice. Yes. You, you don't even have to be in the shade with those things. You put them up. And it just feels like the temp drops five to ten degrees, yeah. and then you talk about rain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. They're just
1: sweet to have.
2: I mean, and I say it's not a need to have, and I've been looking at like getting a full enclosure for when it gets yeah, cold and stuff.
1: Yeah. Which you go south when it gets cold, so it's or still kind of cold anyway. It's still kind of cold down there. <laughs> well, it's all what you're acclimated to. You know, people in Texas think sixty degrees is cold. You know what's funny is it was literally so.
2: I was in Iowa in the fall, and it was warm. We had yeah. a really warm fall. Then it got cold December into January. Like, screw it. I'm heading south. And I went <laughs> south, and I feel like the temperature from when I got down to the Florida Panhandle until June in Iowa was pretty much the same the yeah. whole time, 50 to 70 degrees. Yeah. So I went six months, 50 to 70 degrees. That's
1: not a bad, Matt, not a bad way to live. No,
2: no, not at all. And I got back the end of February, and uh, the day after I got back,
1: it was seventy degrees here. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's just like I was—I never left. So I uh, I went to Northern Minnesota to pick up the boat. Yep. I left here. It was like you went to eighty-four the degrees in Fisherman Headquarters. Yes. Yeah. I was. I put my boat to test it on right next to Al Linder's house. You didn't knock on the door. I should have. I would have. I should
2: have. If I would have known that, yeah. man, I really wish. The I guy I bought the known. boat
1: from says, "Hey, that's that's Al's house right there."
2: Dude, I would have definitely went <laughs> knocked, and i have been like, "Hey, Al, you want to be on a podcast?" <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't even know who you are. Get out of here. Yeah, that's fine. I've, I've <laughs> never had a problem with anybody telling me no. Yeah. It's funny when you got like people who are scared to ask permission to go for like hunting spots yeah or fishing like sp- bait bait whatever i've never given a shit no like the worst thing i can do is tell you no I and been, you're an asshole well i have been cussed out a few times
1: <laughs> well that's made up by for, me
2: but but for reasons <laughs> other than like not just for asking permission but for yeah. other reasons too uh <laughs> but the the getting cussed out thing does surprise no. me like All I did was ask if I could walk on some dirt you happen to own. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) but yeah, as far as the getting told no, yeah, it's never never really been a concern for me.
1: But ninety percent of the time, nobody else asks, so they're like, "Yeah, go ahead." Especially with fishing, yeah, you know, I'd say ninety percent of the time I
2: ask for access for fishing. um, At least ninety. They might have
1: some stipulations like you can't drive here, you can't. Mm -hmm. You most people
2: don't even do that. Yeah. But most of the time, I I just walk in. Like, even if there's a driveway, I, I'll just walk. Yeah. It won't tear anything up that way, unless they say, why'd you walk in? <laughs> I'm like,
1: well, because <laughs> I try trying to be, to be considerate. Yeah.
2: But I uh, guess next time, I'll just <laughs> tear it up. <laughs> Sideways. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that would have been super cool to be up there and yeah. be in that area, especially as much of an in-fisherman geek as I've been my whole life, pretty much.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I missed the opportunity, but after a six-hour drive up there, I wanted to get my boat and do a six-hour drive back because mm-hmm. my truck is not pulling-worthy. It's been proven. <laughs> so the whole way home, I was white-knuckled. and She did good. Mm-hmm. I was proud of her. She did well. She so. made it. Yeah. So, TC, are you going to be this
2: quiet the whole time on the way to the Amazon? I don't know. You just just whatever <laughs> beer whatever the mood strikes i'm gonna go grab
1: some beers we'll feed him beer see if he opens up okay deal.
2: <laughs> no what's the deal man like why are you so quiet you're just I, a quiet guy i, I don't am. know you at all so no, i right. paint the picture of this tc reached out to me to go on this amazon trip and i was like cool we put it all together and i don't know you a bit and you just happened in the area and i was like yeah, I'll pick you up, and we'll go work on the boat. And then we can't work on the boat, so I said, right. let's do a podcast. So are you just like a naturally quiet guy, or
3: what? Oh, it just depends. I suppose it has something to do. I mean, you and Ryan have known each other forever, so it's just...
2: But some people just talk. Yeah. Like, I'll go talk to somebody. Depends, and, depends. And they just tell me their life story. Depends on what I, we're talking and about. And I don't want right them yet. to shut up. <laughs> but you're quiet. Yeah, it just depends. What's, what's your subject, then? Ah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Are you a mechanic?
3: When I need to be, yeah. When
2: you need to be? Do you like being a mechanic?
3: I I hate it. Okay. When it's working on my own stuff. I mean, I I, I have to drive my truck all day, so the last thing I want to do is work on it, too.
2: So are you like the mechanic that goes and works on vehicles all day? And then, not that you actually do that, but... Like when I think of mechanics, I think of them driving old shit box cars that run like shit because no. the last thing we want to work on is their own vehicle. No,
3: no. I uh I mean my truck is pretty much a rolling toolbox, so mm-hmm. I just hate working on it. I'd rather sit and do nothing and not work and wait for a mechanic to work on it anymore.
2: So fun backstory about all this <clears throat> TC bought my kayak. I, uh, so when I bought my boat, but prior to when I bought my boat, I had two new canoe frontiers, which are great kayaks, except they're not really kayaks. They're like little boats. So once I had a boat, I decided I didn't need a little boat because I had a big one and I'm going to get rid of these little boats and get a real kayak. And TC's a great big son of a bitch. So... (laughs) These little boats will work perfectly for them. And when I put them up on Facebook, did you buy the 12 or the 10? The 10. The 10. So you got the 10. and uh,
1: Which is probably your best one that you had. Oh, 100%,
2: yep. 100%. My favorite was the 10. If you were on big water, you didn't want the 10. If you were on anything else, to me, the 10 was perfect. Yeah. It was easier to move around. And uh, it was just like a nice size to fish out yeah. of. Maneuverable, you know going to hold of a ton of crap. ton too. of crap, good riverboat, lots of good stuff going on. But
3: you bought that. Have you been using it at all? I got out on it once last fall, but not at all yet this year. Jeez, what are you waiting on? <laughs> <laughs> Life. Life. Yeah.
2: So what's something you want to do? Like, you bought that. What was your hope to be using it for?
3: Floating the river around home.
2: And doing what? Fishing, Fishing. for bass? No.
3: No. <laughs> no. Flatheads, channel cats. Camping stuff. and stuff yeah. or what? Yeah. There's nowhere to camp on the rivers around me right now. No, no, you got <laughs> so high. Yeah.
2: No. no, no, and ours are just setting up, about perfect for camping right now. Yeah. No, it's drying out. I could go kayaking next week or boating next week. We'll see what the rain does t- tonight and tomorrow. But uh, I might just go kayaking yeah. just because I can.
1: I got to get out next week. I got a bunch of crap. I got to get done this week, but next week I'm hitting at least one, maybe two nights. Okay. so
2: Well, Will will be here, and Will Will's a good time. <laughs> Just letting you know. Will, if you're listening, you're probably not. Uh, <laughs> he's got better things <laughs> to <than> do. <him. laughs>
1: right. Because he's a good time. Because <laughs> he's a good time.
2: We're going to wrap it up on this last thing. Ryan, you're going to appreciate this. I got an email from Cole um i'd try to pronounce your back last name but i'd mess it up even though it's not even that complicated
0: (laughs) it looks like cole cole
2: cole i think kovacs i'm gonna try it but uh he lives in minnesota he likes to hunt he likes to trap he likes to fish nice and uh minnesota's
1: a great place for all three of those Yeah,
2: fact It's also a great place to freeze your ass off. So that's why I don't (laughs) love it. And you got a lot of taxes. Um, But before rifle opener, every year they go trap beavers. Nice. And he was out with his buddy, trapping beavers, and his hands got cold. So he put them in his bibs. And after he had set this beaver trap, he has his hands in his bibs and trips and falls and lands on a beaver chew poking Oof. out of the ground. And when I say beaver chew, imagine a stump of a tree that had been gnawed.
1: It's probably back. like a willow too, so it'd be like a inch and a half diameter, Sugar. like a spear.
2: Yeah. Um I, I think it was bigger than that. Oh, you sent me pictures? Yeah. Oh, okay. So it it's four, not four. it's not a willow. What is that? It's got the white bark ash. ash. Yeah. Yeah. So
1: yeah. that's probably a four to six inch round ash
2: well he uh he fell and bust fell right on his sternum <sighs> oh. so uh, this beaver chew the beaver chews around it, and then once the tree falls there's like a point yeah it's like a cone on top of it so a four inch round wooden cone and he falls <laughs> flat on his sternum no hands to stop <laughs> at all and uh hurt like hell his buddy tells him to quit being a pussy
1: Did he break how many ribs he broke three ribs. <laughs> yeah. uh, he he said, "What? Uh,
2: could barely move my left arm for about a week without sharp pain. Even breathing was painful." I'm sure he was a mechanic by trade, so he kept going to work.
1: Oh Jesus!
2: W- obviously had some issues with that. Yeah. Went to the doctor and found out I had three cracked ribs. Took him a couple couple months to get back. To yeah,
1: me. ribs suck because every time you breathe, that's your that's your life Flexing. I mean yeah he uh or he uh, Mia uh,
2: I broke uh, two ribs wrestling so this is a fun story there <laughs> I there I was, there I was <laughs> second college match of my mm. career first college match I went out and majored this dude no problem like this shit's easy yeah. okay <laughs> I got Co- this college wrestling whatever <laughs> Second college match. There's this gentleman named Jared Rocholt who he mountain wrestled, of a man. He was. <laughs> he he wrestled for Oakie State and he was a four time all American. Uh I think the worst he ever placed was fourth. But he never Not won it. Not shabby. Not shabby. <laughs> I think I think his best was second. So, you know, real pansy. Made the show. Can't yeah. Couldn't couldn't win it all. <laughs> what a pansy. But, so Jared. Let's reach yeah. out to Spencer. Right. At rivercertified.com. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fight you right now, Jared. <laughs> but, uh, so come out and I'm like, what's the worst that can happen? I lose. Well, we're wrestling, getting after it. I even almost took him down at one point in time. And then there's about 30 seconds left in the first period. And he double legs me onto my freaking forehead. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> This dude, he, so I'm not like the biggest You're like, guy. Oh, you've
1: done this before. Right. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> so I wrestled heavyweight in college, but I was a small heavyweight. I was like yeah. six foot, 225. Wiry. Yeah. <laughs> well, those are the guys who gave me the most fits, except for this guy. And he, was, like, he was probably like two inches shorter than me. He had hands like the size of my head. <laughs> when he grabbed my wrist it's like it's gone it's, yeah it's just <laughs> that's it's, yours now not yes that, back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that exactly. is yours now well he he took me down and put me in a tight waist and got my wrist and twisted me all up and i don't remember anything exactly what he did to me other than i just kept fighting and as i was fighting one direction he was twisting me the other way <laughs> and my i have two ribs that are still step separated from my sternum they're poking out the cartilage went pop pop yep that's exactly mm-hmm. what it was pop pop and um, hurt like hell and I was too dumb to stop so we go into the second period I choose down because I'm like I'll get away that was a fluke yeah <laughs> 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 and he ends up pinning me and then I also wrestle another match and lose to a scrub and uh, took me at least a month and a half to, yeah. to get back to what I would call good working order At least cardio wise. Right. I
1: mean, you can't, if you can't breathe, you can't wrestle.
2: That's it. That was a problem. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it wasn't until the next year where I felt like back to 100%. And even when I wrestle freestyle, like try to do gut wrenches and stuff, if I twist myself up too much, you still feel it? The the cartilage won't separate now, but I can feel those ribs pop outward compared to the other ones. Yeah.
1: Thankfully, yeah, it hasn't
2: nice. been an issue with flathead fishing. So
1: That is true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So leave all the anchor pulling to others. <laughs> well, that's why. I'm,
2: I mean, I have a light anchor. It's fine. <laughs> it's only a 16-pound anchor. Yeah, <laughs> but they're pretty sweet. Today. They work well. To, or yesterday on that guide trip, the guy who I had out, he goes, that little anchor will hold this boat? I was like, yeah, no problem. Threw it out, and I forgot that i have been tossing it on rocks on the bank and the tines were smashed down oh. and I threw it out and then we started drag 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 I thought you said it would hold this boat I'm like well, most of the time it does
1: yeah well what do you got left Ryan well I don't know like I said I my uh, attention span has been elsewhere lately I I've we have got a podcast due Friday and I have it is Tuesday, Wednesday. Do what your, is it? Do your job, Tuesday. And it's Tuesday, so I've I've got to get on the computer and get a podcast done so we have something to sh- to show you guys. But uh
2: oh, and I got an email from somebody or a comment or a message of sorts that said you need to get your act together and get the video podcast rolling.
1: I don't well, I don't know how big of a seller that'll be though. Well, Just we won't ever know because you yeah. don't ever videotape them. I I will try. I mean, I, I we'll see we'll see where that goes. <laughs> I've I've got a lot of other crap in my life to figure out, and then we'll maybe dive. It into wasn't that. a very uh, confident deep, response. It was not. <laughs> it was not, but it was genuine. So <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. So no, the next probably month, I'm gonna be hashing out a lot of things, and then uh,
2: so maybe next year we'll have video podcasts.
1: I would say maybe this winter. Okay. I would say once the winter comes around. I, Tentatively, I maybe time. we might. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 That's a good response. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Just, just keep bugging us and we'll get there. Perfect. Yeah.
2: TC, what do you got?
3: I don't really have anything planned. Or I, I saw that, like that coming. Yeah. I figured I'd just. <laughs> just working my life
2: away until November. I'm just glad he's still awake. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> putting this guy to sleep. No.
1: No. He's like usually I'm curled up in the back of my truck and I'm dead to the world but now.
3: <laughs> Just waiting for November now. Fair enough. Heck yeah. Me too.
2: Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I got a lot of stuff between now and then and all of it's pretty damn exciting. Oh, I can't yeah. I can't really complain about anything. I wish there was about five to ten more hours in a day. <laughs> yeah. I would. that would make me really happy, but let you breathe a little bit. But if that's my worst problem my do i really have problems (laughs) (laughs) isn't it funny though you think about problems like i just need to solve this problem but every time you solve a problem you create a problem yeah so it's like never ending never ending
3: always something.
1: but luckily our problems are not life threatening most of the time and luckily for me
2: knowing that doesn't really matter because my brain is just problem solving like I am a problem solver guy. I, like, I'm looking for a solution all the time. That yeah. is how my brain works. And, like, is this good? Well, good is okay, but the problem <laughs> is it could be better. Yes. Yeah. So let's make come up with a solution to that. And I'm thinking that all the time. Yeah. So I'm always going to have problems. Moral of the story.
1: Right. Well, yeah, mostly mentally. But right, right. Yeah. Well... <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, that's uh, that's all I got. If you guys enjoy the podcast, leave a review on iTunes. Like, yes. And if you have a problem with the podcast, email Ryan at tazlerryan
1: at hotmail dot com. I would love to hear them. <laughs> I haven't got many messages lately. Uh, there for a while, I was getting quite a few, but well, people are sick of your shit. I I, I agree. I'm on board. <laughs> Just with Surprised you. it took this long. <laughs> kind of sick, of most shit too. But. The the
2: the, <laughs> the other thing you can do is. Uh, you can get some cool fire starters, Bigfoot Bushcraft. You use promo code Spencer Bauer. Uh, Waterland sunglasses. TC's got some. Yeah. Uh, you look good at them. <laughs> Just it. It's hard to look bad at them. Right, you got to be right. really ugly to look bad in Waterland. And I walk that line. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want some that are going to make you look better, even if you're as ugly as I am, uh, use promo code uh, RC15. Save you 15%. Help me out and help the podcast out
1: and share it yeah i share never it. say that i know we need to do I, and i really don't do it much anymore but we need to we need to get on board and start sharing it and get the word out a little bit yep. Share the podcast. Let let Just tell your buddies
2: when you're at work and be like, these dipshits talk about this stuff on the podcast. you got to check it out. Yeah. Um, all that helps, and it's really appreciated. And the fact that you're listening right now means a whole hell of a lot.
1: Yes, because it's unbearable to even be here, so thank you guys. Probably because I'm sitting here. <laughs> That's mainly the smell. I'm glad you guys can't get the smell out of it. Dude, it's bad. <laughs> But thanks for taking time to listen. means a ton. Hope you catch a giant. Thanks, guys.
0: Vote now in Waypoint TV's 2023 Series Showdown. Your favorite hunting and fishing shows are going head-to-head. Visit waypointtv.com to vote and be entered to win a giveaway from Element Outdoors. Cast your votes during each round until the champions are crowned. Get in the game and vote in the Series Showdown. Presented by Expedition Enterprises and VoteTrader. Only at waypointtv.com. Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Hey, it's Captain Justin Leet with Chasing the Sun TV. Join me and Meredith for the best fishing action along the coast of Panama City Beach. Tune in to new episodes every Saturday at 10 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.